Okay, I'm going to throw a word at you. Sonder. The profound individual realization that each person you meet, or don't meet for that matter, is living their own life, that each person has their own world with their own personal worries, pains, pleasures, ambitions, routines, all of it, the same as you do, as intricate and different as can be from one person to the next. Just like you, the person in the car next to you, the person you barely make eye contact with for less than a second when you pass them on the street, the person you call and make an appointment with and you'll never talk to again. Every single one of those people has a complex life just like you do. Boom. Mind blown a little bit, right? I guess we all think about that once in a while, but we don't really think about it. It's just a thought. Comes and goes in a flash. Why am I thinking about this? Well, I can't run right now. You're probably going, why in the world am I thinking about Sonder? Because the fact that I can't run right now has me really depressed. (laughs) I know, there's a lot worse things that could be going on. I hurt my back three weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I'm still dealing with it. Probably because I ran on it three times after I tweaked it. And the reason I ran on it was because I have never had a lingering back problem. I've, I've pulled it. I've worked it a little too hard, but this time my body's not having it. I did something to it that was just enough. I strained it or sprained it, I think. Hopefully it's not a disc. I don't think it's a disc. No nerve pain. None of that weirdness. Just kind of a lingering, tense ache that will not go away. So I have to stop. I tried to run less than two miles the other day and still not having it. I just have to stop. And it's very hard because I run when life is not going well. That is one of my escapes. And the fact that I can't do that right now is a double whammy. So instead of dwelling on that, and I'm doing it right now, just talking about it, instead of obsessing and dwelling on that thought that I can't hit the pavement and feel the air blow past me and put my arms out, I start thinking about not just how much I'm going to appreciate it when I get back to it, because I will get back to it, just like I always have. I start thinking about other people, other people, Sonder, the other people that have so much going on in their lives, especially right now. Right now, there is some crazy weather happening and people are cold and alone and hungry, and need help. That's a lot worse than not being able to run for a few weeks, right? That's a lot worse. Perspective. And it just makes me realize how much we need each other. How much we need to remember the complexities, the complications, the gorgeous lives of everyone else around us, both people we know and people we don't. All full of dreams, hopes, fears, goals, wants, needs, loves, hates, desires, all of that, all of it. 
It's all universal. We're all very much the same. It's very interesting, despite the differences. One thing I've come to find, being a lover of Reddit and reading a lot of posts and comments on subs like Ask Reddit or Ask Men, (laughs) there's a lot of surprising questions in the Ask Men sub. Seriously, you should just go check it out. It's very surprising. You might think, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to read here, but you don't. Because the biggest thing I see from all of these people, men, women, old, young, etc., is everybody struggles with very similar things. Maybe not everybody, but a lot of people. A lot of us just want the same things. We all want closeness. We all want to be accepted. We all want to be needed. We all want to be loved. Everybody wants to snuggle sometimes. Not even just be intimate, just snuggle. Seriously, I I think that's a universal truth after reading the things I've read. (sighs) Everybody likes hugs, whether or not they they want to admit it. There's a reason that hugging someone releases great endorphins and chemicals and, and makes us happy. So I like to think about all of you guys and what's going on with you. Some of you, I, I know what's going on to a certain extent, right? I mean, we, we share things with each other, but not everything. There's stuff that I've never really shared with hardly anyone. And maybe we don't because we don't want to put that burden on other people, right? Even me talking about my back issues. I feel kind of bad that I'm using that as a, as a, a tool to communicate, but this is how we connect. Sharing this kind of sadness and disappointment is, is what helps us relate to each other and support each other. So I don't know. I, I guess by sharing this, I wanted to focus on the need to let go of those things and connect, but also the need to get outside your head. It's kind of dangerous to be in your head too much. I don't want to be in my head any more than I need to be. It's really scary in there. Random thought. I was reading this interview that Bjork gave years ago, and and somebody asked her what goes on inside her head because she's such an interesting and unique artist. And she literally answered something to the extent of it's like a tube of toothpaste. And I thought, That's really weird, and somehow I can completely relate to that statement. It's all kind of a mess, and there's stuff just squeezing out of it all the time. It's weird, but it makes total sense to me. So, yes, get outside your head. Don't focus on yourself too much. Think about the other people. Think about what you can do for the other people. Think about reaching out, even if it's just saying hello or sending a virtual hug or anything like that. You'd be surprised how much that stuff means. When I get random messages like that from people, especially people I haven't really heard from much, it makes my day. So set aside some time to do that, especially if you're feeling down about something yourself, because it's not good to dwell on the things that are bothering you. It's very unproductive. But when you step outside, and give yourself away to other people and to other things. It has this miraculous, strange effect of making you feel better. And sometimes you don't even realize it until you're done with 
that thing you were helping with. And sometimes it takes a day and sometimes it takes weeks, but you turn around and you look at yourself and you think, wow, you actually find yourself a little bit more. Maybe you realize that you're more interested in something than you thought you were, or you want to get more involved in something else. You know, it, it can be a great motivator to keep growing. And the more we can do to recognize that we're all struggling together and trying to find the same things and get through the same hard stuff together on this tiny little planet is good. This tiny little planet. You guys do realize how small the world is, right? I know size is relative. Everybody's perspective is a little bit different. But to me, I've always thought the world is pretty small. But I've always been a big fan of astronomy too. So I've always thought about the vast space around us and just how incredibly big and incomprehensibly ginormous everything is. And ever since I was little, I would look up and I would look through our horribly (laughs) broken binoculars and stare at the stars and see that smudge of the Andromeda galaxy in the sky and think, wow, that thing is huge. And it looks so small up there. And we're just a tiny little speck. I have this very conflicting feeling when I think about the size of the universe and and where we are in it, and how insignificant it makes us, but how special it makes us too. It goes both ways. It humbles you, but it's kind of inspiring, you know? It makes me think about the pale blue dot. Pale blue dot. You guys know what that is? It's a picture that was taken in 1990 from Voyager 1. Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 launched in the 70s, and the primary purpose of the mission was to document our solar system, or at least most of the planets, some of the planets in the solar system. And it was a tremendous success after hitting tons of walls and roadblocks that had to be jumped and moved around, but somehow they managed to pull off the mission with flying colors, really. And before Voyager 1 left the solar system, after its mission was basically done, because the Voyagers are still leaving us at a very, very rapid pace. In fact, I think they're both outside, supposedly outside the solar system right now. But before Voyager 1 left, Carl Sagan told NASA, you guys should turn that camera around one last time and take pictures of every single planet to make a mosaic of our solar system. So that's what they did. They turned the camera around and they took pictures of Venus and Earth and Mars and Jupiter and Saturn, etc. Neptune, that's my favorite. And they took a picture of the Earth, which of course was some billions of miles away at that point, I think, an incredible distance. So at that point, it's literally just a tiny speck of light. It's, it's a pale, pale, pale blue dot. And they took this picture... And in the picture, there's just a big ray of sunlight that streams across the frame. It's actually from the sun that was outside of the frame. And there's this tiny, less than a pixel size speck of pale blue light right in that ray of light. It just so happens to be in that ray of light. And that's us. It's so small, you can't even really see it. But there it is. And there's just nothing all around it, all around that ray of light and that speck, there's nothing. All this nothing. But, oh man, there's so much something in that photo. I could stare at that photo for an hour. I think I have 
honestly. I wrote a whole article about it years ago because I was so obsessed. And I haven't thought about it in a long time, actually. But it's a good photo to think about and look at and just marvel at the simplicity and the awesomeness that's contained in that photo. Because, guys, we're all in that photo, in a sense. Everything that we know and everything that we are is in that picture. We just can't see it. Wow. That makes me think about faith. Hmm. See, size is relative. I hadn't thought about that either, but this is why I like to ponder. (laughs) But that's why I like to think about Sonder. You know, Sonder, the origin of the word, is a little bit speculative. I think I read that it might be German or it's not even really technically a real word. I'm not sure, but I like it. Sonder. So that's kind of it. I was inspired to talk about Sonder and the realization of everyone else around you and reaching out and getting outside yourself when times are kind of tricky and you're not sure what else to do. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what to do. <laughs> Life is song lyrics always. All right, I want to sign off, but it's funny. I never know what to say at the end of these. That's why I always end up saying something like, later, guys, or my classic sign off. It's just kind of become my thing, I guess. So maybe I'll just say it. I mean, I opened my first big episode with my queen deep dive for Keep Yourself Alive. So that's just kind of stuck. So I'm just going to say it, guys. And it's very appropriate anyway, but... Keep yourselves alive and keep each other close, however you do it, virtually, in person, just keep each other close. If you need something to think about besides your own struggles, just start looking up some Voyager stuff and be wowed. (laughs) Learn something new. Until next time.